Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindegaard. Making Boris backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trot. Goal. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Glovers Cast. I'm Ian, and as ever, joined by where should we go first, Mr. David Coates. Hi, hello, good evening. How you doing, Dave? I am doing all right. Yes, I'm in a different location. Not that anybody knows, except for you two, because <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I've uh, I, I've been moving house this weekend, and therefore I only really uh, followed the Oval Town one, not County four, via goal alerts, which is very unusual. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm back in the game now. Just about. And also joining us is Mr. Ben Barrett. Good evening. Howdy. How are you feeling? I'm okay. I'm okay. I um I was working, so I followed the Yeovletown one Notts County four via the very early dulcet tones of BBC Radio Nottingham, followed by Goal Alert also. Yeah. And wow. none of us none of us heard BBC Radio Somerset with the uh <laughs> the dynamic duo, did we? Well, except for people in Somerset, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. got the I got the uh, lovely uh, uh Dave Bracegirdle, who's a bit of a broadcasting behemoth around those parts. Behemoth. So, yeah. He's gone big. He's gone, he's gone for behemoth straight away. <laughs> and Mark Stallard, was it Mark Stallard? It was, yeah. He's, yeah. The, he's the co-commentator, isn't he? He's the... Um, he's no the, Dave Bracegirdle. Uh, huh? He's no Dave Bracegirdle. Well, who is? Well, correct, exactly. Dave Bracegirdle. It's the only Dave Bracegirdle I know. Also, Dave Bracegirdle, as is his real name. Oh, right. Okay. 
<laughs> yes, the radio wasn't working. But, right. But I was fine. talking into it. Um, you were talking into it, yeah, and we've heard you because we've just for, watched for, the highlights. Oh, was my voice on it? Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. Perkins, oohs and ahs. <laughs> and, uh, and there was a roar, wasn't there? There was a roar when Oluwabaure's goal went in. There was a roar. I put that accent on it. <laughs> Great accent. Um, yeah, I mean, I suppose seeing as you two neither listened nor... Whatever, consumed whatever you could do yeah, consumed through flash scores other goal alert systems are available um live score i was on live score oh okay okay um team flash score for life how do you want to do it do you want to grill me am i going to get I, I, absolutely want to, want to put lot, the hard question on you okay i think that means marry you but i don't ask you oh, to marry me, but i yeah <laughs> i don't think i'll do that maybe maybe just ask you about the game instead so um <laughs> Uh, so, uh, team news, we were talking about this on Thursday and we were saying how we thought we were going to shut up shop. Were we? But we didn't. Well, we assumed. <laughs> we assumed. Did we? I was trying to be collected here. <laughs> Come on. There's no, there's no I in team, is there? Um, <laughs> but yes. And then there were Messrs Linton and Fisher up front. What, did you, what, what did you make of that? Did you just say, told you so? Um, I didn't think we'd see two up front, but I just didn't think we'd go into it with a back five. And even though it looked like it could have been a back five, the way the uh, the lineups were, or you know, the players that were available, um, obviously there was a bit of a switch up and a curveball thrown. Um, yeah, I suppose the thing that stood out to me was. Only four on the bench, and one of them's a goalkeeper. Um, and it was, yeah, it, it felt like it sounds like those were the last of the last of the fit players we had available. Um, but yeah, Fish and Mao up top, I think, showed a statement of intent. There's no way either one of those is going to be doing a job in behind a striker or out on the wing. That's two centre forwards. So, sort of thought, well, we're going to have a go for it. And we kind of did, but then Macaulay Langstaff did Macaulay Langstaff things quite early on. Now, I heard the goal via Dave Bracegirdle because I was listening and I kind of, I did have a uh, here we go moment. The uh, the headphones at work were strewn across the desk. <laughs> and I marched myself off to the coffee room to get a beverage out of anger because I was like four minutes in, one nil down, cricket score. But... That wasn't how it happened. Was it, Ian? No, it wasn't. I mean, can I, can I just ask, having watched the highlights, it looks like we, it was not, I know there are highlights, the Yeovil Town highlights, but it looks like in that first half after they scored, no other attacks took place with Notts County. It was just us constantly. Is that true? It, it was pretty much one way traffic. Um, they had a lot. So, the, the way we played, as soon as... The, so they would give it to their centre-backs. They were like a three, a 5-3-2, but the wing-backs were basically wingers. Um, and their centre-backs would bring the ball up to the halfway line, maybe pass it about each other first. Then as soon as they got past the halfway line, the oval pressed 
and the midfield press, leaving the strikers pushing Mal to be able to escape um, and would win the ball back and get forward. Um, and it that was sort of the pattern of the entire game, really, sort of allowing them to have the ball for a certain amount of time until Cooper or um, Lawson Diaf or Matt Worthington could nick it off them and get forward with it. Um, so, yeah, it was... <laughs> They didn't have a lot of opportunities at all in that in that first half. It just so happened that in the fifth minute we allowed the top score in the league, freedom in the six yard box. But good header, good positioning, and and it's sort of the way. Obviously, we were we were playing to get something out of it. We were going to go for it, and you know we just left those those spaces, and Josh Dalton didn't quite get a foot on the ball when that cross comes over to Macaulay Langster. But yeah, it wasn't the greatest of starts. I think when you go into the game and all the talk before is how on earth are we going to keep them out? And then five minutes in, we do that, but didn't really change the way that we played. It lifted us. and Maybe it took a bit of the pressure off because it was like, oh, we haven't got, <laughs> we've conceded now. Now we've got to go for it unless, you know, play with a game plan. And we did have chances. I mean, um, Cooper had a, a, a back heel of some sort. He's almost run beyond the ball. Um, Matt Worthington's had a couple of pot shots. That, that We had chances. Any of them that you look back and think, got to be scoring that. I think the, the Cooper one, the way he takes it, because he takes it like a fancy little twirl, I think he... <laughs> and, I, and I get, you know, the way he was running, that's probably the only way he could have taken it, but sort of think if he's in a position to just leather it, he, he might have got something there. I mean, were these a pot shots from distance? There was a decent chance. I forget who played it across the box to Malachi Linton, and he sort of slides in and can't quite connect with it. Um, I think at one point the ball drops to Fisher on the edge of the box. Agbaji knocks it back to him from a corner. But, yeah, we had, we had quite a lot of set pieces. It certainly felt like we had a lot of attacking set pieces. and. I just there there wasn't anything super clear cut in that first half, but momentum wise, it felt like we had all of it. And Notts County, I said it, they didn't really feel like they go out of second or third gear. It was sort of quite slow and ponderous from them at points. But a big part of that is, you know, their main playmaker, Ruben Rodriguez, spent the whole afternoon being shadowed by Morgan Williams, and Morgan Williams didn't give him a sniff. Um, he scores the penalty later on. We'll go into that, but and and he sets up the third because he manages to get away from Morgan Williams. But wherever Ruben Rodriguez went, Morgan Williams was right there to stick a foot in. And <laughs> at one point, I think it was in the second half. At one point, um, Rodriguez slide tackles Williams, and it's on like the halfway line that goes out for a throw in, and he roars in celebration because he's like tackled Morgan Williams and Morgan Williams just gets up and is like smiling and laughing at him because he's just like all over him like flies on you know what do you, do you think that uh, some other teams might watch that and think that's a, a way to stop him because he's been uh, quite a player for them isn't he Rodriguez this season I know it was yeah. one that Chloe mentioned in the preview yeah I think so I mean I read the uh, off the line blog earlier and they written about Rodriguez having quite a poor game. And I think it just goes to show how 
well Morgan Williams played in midfield. So he can now play centre-back, right-back, left-back, right-wing-back, left-wing-back, and centre-midfield. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was great. And I just, I don't know, I don't think Morgan Williams gets enough credit for all the different things he does in this team. Like, he's just ask him to do something somewhere and he will do it to a, a really good standard. He's that player who uh, Mark Cooper referred to Ryan Law as a 7 out of 10 player. Morgan Williams is that same 7 out of 10 player in my view. And yeah. play up front. Well, that's that's the next thing, isn't it? If we could, that'd be brilliant. Well, what we need is a goal-scoring defender, don't we? You know, maybe like mm. a, a really tall one that we could loan out somewhere and he could score. How about that? <laughs> That one came up on a flash score as well, and I was like, "What?" Good <laughs> what header. Have there? you seen it? Yeah, seen it. Yeah. Really, yeah. really wanted that header. Really yeah. did anything to get his head on the end of that ball. I'm thinking he didn't do that for us. I was going to say, put more effort into that one movement than he did in the entire. There you go. Yeah, well, He's in a place that loves him. Good is. luck to you, Bre. Yes. Look out for that on loan watches. Because I decided that I'm going to include Ben Richards Everton on loan watches on the off chance he comes back. If if we and go, he's on loan. He's on loan as well. That's like yeah. the main premise of the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if uh, massive hypothetical, if we go down and Scumthorpe stay up, <laughs> was that a mistake? Was it a, a giant mistake? Mm. Six foot five mistake. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, back to the back to Saturday. Uh, yeah, so we go in at the second half. Oh, just before, just before half time. Just before the um, the incident that Mark Cooper alluded to in his press conference. Did you hear him talk about that, Ben? There was a Charlie Cooper went up for a header and won the header perfectly, fairly. No one seemed to complain at all about it needing to be a, a free kick, and the referee blew up but for a free kick. And um, Mark Cooper after the game says how. The fourth official told him that the ref had said it wasn't a foul, but he just wanted to get control. He just wanted to show that he was in control of the game, but there was no foul in in the play. And Mark was like, oh, frustrating. Mm. (laughs) It it does make it, it, that doesn't help the reputation of any referee, does it? Let alone that referee or even referees in this, this league, if that's what they. The antics they get up to him. It was just really odd. It was such an uh, and I I said it at the time. He just just a, wins up goes up wins a header. It was one of those where you know when players sometimes like lean over a little bit and then the player who's jumped up for the header falls over and it looks you know it looks a bit dramatic. It, it just one of them. But yeah, that was interesting before the halftime whistle and yeah, Mark Cooper did have a bit of a go at the referee as he was going off at half time but performance wise even though it was 1-0 down I think we really we really deserve to be level if not ahead going into the half time break so it looked like we had the chances yeah I mean isn't, isn't that the story of the season so far the story of this season last season and possibly the season before that yes amen to that brother um Hour on the clock, we make a couple of changes. We've only got strikers on the bench, really. 
Um, strikers, masseuse, and a goalkeeper. A couple of strikers, <laughs> a masseuse, and a goalkeeper. Um, were you surprised by either of the changes? Were they the only two changes that really could have been made at that time? Um, I was I was surprised we made a double change. Um, I wasn't surprised that Andrew Oliver Bori came on. I think certainly the most effective he's been is when he's come on from the bench and been able to run at tired legs and he created his usual chaos. Um, early on, they looked not scary, looked really sort of panicked as soon as he picked up the ball. And yeah, so he he went in up front and then, yeah, Jordan Young came in and sort of more of a midfield role than striker role. So he was kind of worthy move back a little bit and he was in behind the, the front two. Um, and again, it was, it sort of just made everything a little bit quicker. I don't think Malachi Linton had the best game of his life. Um, didn't really, didn't really get into it much. Didn't have many opportunities to have a go at goal. He was up against Carl uh, Cameron, a like mountain of a defender who's played every game for Notts County. He's a captain and <laughs> captain leader legend. Just was like super dominant against everyone, really. So yeah, it wasn't Malachi Linton's best game, but Oliver Bory, a totally different type of player to have to deal with. And he got a load of joy. And I would say one thing I would say about Slocum in the goal was he was taking his sweet time on everything. And uh yeah, when that ball goes in towards him and he's waiting for it to come into the box so he can pick it up. He just really doesn't anticipate the speed of Oliver Boy who gets in there and it's a great finish. Yes, still has quite a bit to do when he nicks that ball from the goalkeeper, comes back around and has a defender in front of him as well and has to get it pretty much perfect to get it in as the keeper's running back towards goal, but great finish and well-deserved and everyone was sort of it sort of felt like momentum was swinging our way. It was a strange one. I was when I saw it, the the Sam Slocum runs with his back to Oliver Bory, back to the goal. Mm. He can't really see when the shot's going to come, so he has no, no chance of setting himself. It's a very odd place. It's almost an an assumption that Oliver Bory isn't going to shoot, and I can only think that Oliver Bory turns around and sees the back of Slocum and thinks, "Well, I've got him, <laughs> really." It's, it's yeah. very odd. I mean, if I mean, I'm not a goalkeeper coach. If you're listening, Phil, let us know. Should a goalkeeper be running with his back to the striker in those situations? Surely they should be backpedaling so they can actually see when or if the shot's coming. It's it's a very peculiar little passage of play. The um, yeah, the highlights don't actually show the ball going in. They show the ball going out of the screen. Sam Slocum chucking himself to the ground. And then it kind of crosses the line. So, um, but from behind the goal, it is quite an impressive finish. If I'm, if I'm honest, yeah. Yeah. Can we just say, given that we've um, quite rightly, I hasten to add, given Andrew Oliveira some stick for for not being able to finish, mm. what a finish from someone who has been struggling with his finishing. Mm. Yeah, great finish. And again, it was just he's so good coming off from the bench and running at players and he had he had like two or three runs where the ball just stuck to his feet and Notts County couldn't get hold of him at all um yeah brilliant brilliant goal and we sort of 
carried on that way and the 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 way Notts County scored their second, they had a, a good little bit of play and forget who plays the ball into that area and somehow is it Ashley Palmer? I think it might be Matty Palmer, somebody Palmer gets bundled over in the box and it's kind of a mix up between law and record and record goes to ground. Um I mean, I know Mark Cooper said he wasn't sure if it was a penalty, but we sort of thought we thought straight at the time it was it was a foul. Sheldon was... called it as a foul and a penalty straight away, didn't she, on the commentary? That yeah, he highlights. it was just a little bit of a tangling, but yeah, and then uh, Rodriguez manages. He's in an area where Morgan Williams can't be near him. And, yeah. uh... Not allowed to be near him. <laughs> it's the only way you can get rid of him. Yeah. And it, it was a good penalty, a good penalty, well struck. Um, but that was, uh, that was, it felt against the run of play. And then obviously we've got to then go for it and try and find the equaliser. And oh, I don't know, we came so close to it. They're so close to that equaliser with the free kick from Jordan Young. Mm. I remember the last time we had an effort at goal like that where the keeper really had to scramble over to stretch it stretch for it um proper set piece taker and then there's the record header inside the six yard box i I feel like he scored harder chances than that this season (laughs) and then that one just (laughs) i don't know what it needs needs a bit more direction um he doesn't quite get a right purchase on it no he doesn't quite get enough on it i don't know whether he's expecting a clattering or something but it just feels like he's he just doesn't get the contact he wants on the ball. He just needs to be going through it rather than trying to glance it. I don't know if he's trying to find deliberately, trying to find a corner, just get a proper purchase on it. And I think it's got a better chance. I do. Yeah. I would say on, on Jamie record, it, you know, he had to move inside to center back with Ryan Law at left back. And I thought he had a really good game there at center back. He's such a, just, we only know him as, you know, flying forward left wing back, but uh touch of the Nathan Smiths about him, the way he moved in there and you know, he's a leader and he's been vice captain and stuff, hasn't he? Just nice to have him back amongst it after being out for a little while because I think he's really important to this team. Yeah. One of those who don't notice his importance until he's not there. Absolutely, yeah. Interesting to see where he goes then. It's interesting to see what happens once Bevan's back. Whether law is used over record or whether they're used in that situation together, because surely Bevan comes back in once the suspension is up. You'd assume so. Um, I think given the state of remember what we did about assuming I'm thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> given the state of our squad, um, you know, well, that's, we, that's... we need anyone in. But what I would say is I hope we stick with four three three, or four. I mean, yesterday was kind of a four four two, like a diamondy. Mm. The midfield was really fluid, but we four at the back seems to suit us so much more than. And it suits our, I think it suits our players more. It yeah, that's, well, that's more. what I mean. Yeah, I, that's I think Bevan's I mean. better in a two. I think Hunt's better in a two. I think just slightly more clearly defined roles, and I think that's what we need. That 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 simplicity. Let's. Let's address those that weren't there then. What do we know about... Well, we know Bevan uh, suspended. 
Should we talk about the third and fourth goals yet? Oh, we've not got there yet. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we wanted to talk about them. <laughs> uh, third goal, Macaulay Langstaff did a goal. What did he, he do? He did. Well, we obviously chasing that second goal, chasing the equaliser. We leave a bit of space and you see Ruben Rodriguez just manages to get a couple of yards of space. And that draws in, I think, three players go towards him, don't they? Josh Staunton, uh, Morgan Williams, I think it's Cooper, I can't remember, go towards him and Langstaff just sees that space. And, you know, as soon as he picks it up on the 18-yard box, you think, oh, God, here we go. And, uh, yeah, good finish pass, Grant Smith. And, uh, yeah, I think it's one of those where you've got to go for it to try and score the second and you know you know you're going to open yourself up to it and obviously we concede the third and then the highlight straight from the kickoff um knock it around a little bit and one ball up the field and i mean langstaff still has work to do grant smith makes a good save from the first one and then another decent finish but yeah he was very happy to take home the match ball and it was well deserved he's a he's a phenomenal striker I was going to ask you, did he did he look all that? Did he look as 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 good as he'd been spoken about? I mean, just his movement and being in the right place at the right time. Um, yeah. And I think all goal, all the goals were were kind of different goals, weren't they? As well, like the the first one, he's it's quite at the time I didn't really realise, but it's such a when you look back at the highlights, the way he has to head it is like. It's quite an acrobatic header. And then the the second one's a proper striker's finish. And then obviously with a third, he has to run th- run a little bit of away with the ball, take on a player and reset himself to put it away. But yeah, very, very good striker. 30 yeah. goals now is that for the season? Yeah. And 13 I'd, uh, games I'd... to get 11 more for the record, if he wants it. Well, I have a, a friend who was a Blackburn Rovers fan and was used to say about Jordan Rhodes, he does nothing but score goals, contributes nothing else to the game, to the the, the team except yeah. the scoring goals. And I, I don't know whether Langstaff is that. I don't remember Ben when when we saw him at, at Notts County. I don't really remember him being that impressive. I don't really remember him being in the game at all. Well, that's he got into areas, mm. but because we were so quick at sort of snuffing it out that he didn't get it because he doesn't do anything other than score goals. No. He's done 30 of them this year. Um, yeah. I love that. Can, can we have a striker that doesn't do anything but score goals? I would goals? love a striker that doesn't do anything but score goals. Um, I'm just I want to see that. the uh, that complain about him. <laughs> I didn't know whether they um, took him off, actually, but they didn't. Um, yeah, I was... Um, yeah, he was... Um, He's a class act. I, I think he, he has a great chance of breaking the, the Ricky Miller 40 goals. He was, he, yeah, he, he was, he was good. He was good. They, they got a, f- a few good players. Palmer was very good for them as well. Um, and Aaron, the main, just like jet fuel, like the way he runs, like he, <laughs> he was the only person who could overtake Andrew Oluwabori. Um Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Um, one so thing I would league. say is, so while I was waiting to do my post-match, um, the Notts County manager came over to the uh, aforementioned Notts County 
pundits and talk, and he was really downbeat. Despite winning four one, the way he spoke, it was um, yeah, he was not happy with how they'd played. He thought they were lucky to get away with a get away with the win, and I think that compounded by the fact that Wrexham managed to score in ninety plus whatever to win four three. They uh, yeah, they were almost going home like it it felt like a defeat for them in in that sense because they've gone from those games in hand that Wrexham have got not you know not being able to overtake them to that in the matter of seconds. Yeah, I was going to ask, do they win the league in your opinion, based on what you've seen? Um, I mean, if they play like that against a better team with a striker who can score goals, then they will drop. They'll drop points, I think. I think they, yeah, the fact that we managed to give them such a good game. Um, obviously, you know, we really, really went at them. But yeah, that's kind of the blueprint, it feels like, to to get something out of them. So yeah, if teams want to scupper them. I think teams will be more interested in scuppering Wrexham than scuppering Notts County then. Um, okay, now can we talk about the people that are missing? Yeah, let's do it. Did we uh, noticeably miss any of the following? Tiori Johnson, Max Hunt, Charlie Wakefield, Jack Clark, and Jordan Maguire-Drew. Any others? Um, Bevan. Owen Bevan. I was thinking more injuries. Owen Bevan we can't do a lot about. Yeah. Um, hard to say. I mean, Jordan Maguire-Drew's last game wasn't absolutely brilliant he's sort of gone off the boil a little bit um i'm sure he would have i'm sure he would have contributed to that that performance but hard to say and you know with with the others we've not seen enough of jack clark we haven't seen enough of charlie wakefield this season um like jory johnson i don't think he would have come in i don't, there was no need you know at badgie's phenomenal and ryan law was brilliant as well like really good technically just gets on with it what was it mark cooper said calm uh i forget what he said calm and a seven out of ten player but it just really yeah he looks looks like a good signing um yeah it's hard to say if we missed any of them because a lot of those players haven't played particularly well <laughs> do you know what i mean That's there's not point. it's not it's That's not like point. if you take matt worthington out of this team we are fucked. Oh, he said it. <laughs> I'm, because he just, he's everywhere, does not stop running. Phenomenal going for, like in, in terms of the energy that he brings going for, carrying the ball. If, if we lose him out of the team, it's a nightmare. And I would say the same if Charlie Cooper gets injured. Yeah, um, I was going to say Cooper looked like he had a good game as well. And every time yeah. I've, I've seen him, he's impressed me as well. Yeah, yeah. He's just, yeah, a, a brilliant. Just, he just doesn't take any shit. Sorry, Ben. I've I've done one now. I may as well. Wow. May as well. <laughs> wow. as well let them all out. But he yeah. just puts himself about. Great tackler of the ball, and not not a snidey player. Like does everything really within like you know within the laws of the game and all of that stuff. But there's those tackles that you think sometimes referees blow up for them or give cards for them. He seems to be able to put them in and get away with it, or you know, yeah, just 
yeah, a good player and keeps the ball ticking over as well. He's not just a crash bang wallet player. Would have been nice to have a fifth sub though. It would have, yeah. <laughs> I did see on Instagram Ewan Clark was there at the game. How was he? There you go. They could have oh. just stuck him on the bench if he wasn't doing anything else. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? There you go. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There I go. <laughs> yeah. Um... Anything else about yesterday? Um, Will Dawes is a masseuse. <laughs> Disgust. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there's that. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's a good thing that, um, you know, footballers are preparing for life after their footballing careers by uh, undertaking uh, such training. Do you think <laughs> Will Dawes was preparing for life before his footballing career? <laughs> maybe, yes. Yeah, maybe both. And he's before still having a footballing career. Yeah, and yet here he is doing rubber downs. Yeah, really. that's, uh, that's a shambles, that, isn't it? Um, yes. Well, wow. that's, that's yeah. where we're at, folks. Again, <laughs> yeah. we've always struggled. We've always struggled to get a physio in in the first season. Can you remember in Darren Sal's first season? It felt like every week they were advertising for. We need a physio. Yeah. And then the season after we had those, did we, was it the season after we had the freelancers or was it last season we had the freelancers? I think it was last season we had the, that guys helping out who, oh, who was it they rehabbed in the summer? Lawson DF maybe? Can't remember. Yeah, yeah. I remember Darren Sarr referring to, yeah, some people helping out who were like a company based in Bristol. And then we had a chat, didn't we? Kai, was it? Kai, yeah. Epworth? And uh, yeah, I mean, luckily, no one needed treatment yesterday. So. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> but, Tony yeah. would have on. I think it's, uh, I don't, it's, uh, it's just disgraceful, isn't it? It is, it is. Um, but sadly, not surprising. Has anyone? Uh, do we know if anyone's approached to elevate the overall physiotherapy and sports rehabilitation services? We don't know. We don't know. What about the Central Somerset Physiotherapy Centre of Yeovil? Uh, we don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The point, I mean, it's just, I don't know. When the manager is, <laughs> he called it out on Thursday, didn't he? I think yeah. he called it out in the pre-match. He called it out post-match. Yeah. 
he's saying WTF, isn't he? Yeah. 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 And I don't, I mean, Jeff, Jeff Twentyman asked me, asked me before the match, like about this whole thing and should, shouldn't there be a physio? Shouldn't every club like be like legally obliged to have like a contracted physio or something? And I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that, but it feels like a duty of care to yeah, your employee yeah. of a club to have someone who's, you know. Yeah, when you're physically exerting yourself in a way that a footballer does, that, that and, and, and that is their livelihood. And um, by not doing something or not having that advice or not having that treatment immediately, you could ultimately take that person's livelihood away from them. That's what you're playing around with, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Elevate physiotherapy is Simon Baker. Didn't know that. Oh, right. <laughs> there you go. He's done his time. Yeah. Does he want to do a bit more? <laughs> probably not. It's <laughs> yeah, probably a very good reason why not. Um, it's. I just can't believe we're here again. Yeah, you really can. Yeah. But how many times, like... How many times, referee? How can how many times can us three and other people talk about this and the uh, massive neglectful underfunding of things before people wake up? Well, how many times can we? And I know we'll come on to it, but how many times can we talk about? Uh the goings on with land around the ground and and nobody wakes up how many times can we uh, you know have managers saying things like you know Darren Charles did things that were similar to Mark Cooper said about the 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 lack of support that they'd um uh, that, that they've been it's it's nothing new is it uh, it's just the ultimate a lot of people right and and, and I and I say this as someone who was this person so Ten, ten, in 2010, when they divided the, um, the the land up, I was one of those people who closed their eyes, crossed their fingers, and hoped for the best. So I'm in no position to stand here and criticise other people for for doing exactly the same. But that's what people are doing. People are willfully, or you know, blocking out what is what is going on at um, at the foot at the football club, and it doesn't. I I really don't think it matters how many times we talk about how many times people talk about it on Twitter. There will be people who just have yeah you know, until they until they turn up and there is no football club there, and it is just a housing estate. Yeah. I don't think people will notice. Yeah, sorry, you can't park here. The diggers are in this week. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, why? What's that then? Yeah. Anyway. This, uh, this conversation has moved on from a dude with a magic sponge and a bucket of cold water, isn't it? It has. Yeah. But um, just for, for, for what it's worth, I'm, I'm intrigued now. So I've just Googled where the nearest sports physiotherapy courses, training courses are in the Southwest area. Um, the University of Exeter has an entire postgraduate course, sport and health sciences and physiotherapy. It is somewhere for somebody who's already got the appropriate degree so this is postgrad stuff so it's additional what's stopping anybody at the football club and i hope that this, these have already been taken i'm hoping that this has already happened going to the university of exeter and going i could really do with some of your postgrads here's what we can offer i know it's not amazing but you've got people that are learning the trade 
but are qualified to a certain level. Imagine being able to whack professional football club physio on a CV. We'll pay you the freelance rate. It's 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 the fact that there's nobody there is a flat out disgrace. I well, I mean, you'd like to think that all has been done, but I guess ultimately, it comes down to Dosh. And I'm sure being a fully qualified physiotherapist means yeah. you can earn a pretty penny. And if if you're not willing to pay pay for it, then why bother? Yeah, find someone else who's um who will pay you better. It's not like there's people out there who are Yeovil Town supporters that are that are doing this for the passion of being um, physiotherapists for Yeovil Town, are they? These are people with careers and families and bills to pay, aren't they? I think. Yeah. Anyway, yes. Yeah. I feel like I was going to make a point about land and then I've had to go back to physios. Sorry, it's my fault. <laughs> I brought it back. I was Googling Exeter University courses. <laughs> it's gone now, I think. Um, frustration. Uh, asterisk frustration. <laughs> <laughs> Diggers. Land. Same words now, aren't you? Yeah. At what point... Uh, uh, <laughs> Like everyone shouts for someone to do something. This is there. There you go. Listen to these words. Listen to the words. Everyone wants. Everyone wants someone else to do something about it. And we have an organisation of supporters groups at the club. Can can they just not organise a a fans forum? Yeah. Don't be talking. Don't be talking uh, facts, Ian. Why do the club talking sensible facts? Why do the club need to be there? Today, <laughs> well, in reality, uh, well, uh, so I suppose if there's a fans forum and the club aren't there, is it not just like a group of people in the room moaning at each other? Well, not if you go into it saying, "Here's what we want to get out of this meeting. Here's the views of X, Y, Z." And what do you think that? How do you think that conversation would go? Uh, well, one group will say, "We told you this three years ago." Mm-hmm. and have been <laughs> screaming it from the rooftops and the rest will say nah, stop being so nah, negative nah 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 this is going to affect the players this yeah because yeah, they won't have anywhere to play in <laughs> yeah that will affect two years yeah. time yeah <laughs> when 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 they have to play in, in someone's tiny little grass backyard in there two up two down and ah uh, and, yeah. and, and we could do something, probably. <laughs> but well, we did. You, you, you two live away <laughs> with full-time jobs. I got a full-time job and a family, and I, you know, I. I mean, uh, I, I suppose what could we do? We, um, we, we can. Did. We did. Well, no, no, no. But what, have... what? Yeah, we can repeatedly and continually flag up these things that for. You know, at the risk of sounding a bit um, uh, social media, the mainstream media isn't uh, <laughs> isn't right, picking up on because because where is uh, where is the Western Gazette? Where is Somerset Live or whatever they call themselves these days? Where is BBC Somerset? Where is um, trying to think another Western Daily Press that still exists? Where 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 are um, ITV 
Southwest. Where are all these people? I mean, I think ultimately they're probably more interested in the Bristol clubs, I would think, a lot of those regionalised um, publications. But where is anybody throwing any kind of light on this? Right, do where you? are you? <laughs> Let's be having you. But if you've got no one to talk to on the other side of it, and that's yeah. the whole, like, it's that thing, isn't it, where do you just empty chair someone? Like when politicians say we're not going to turn up to this interview, do you just, here's a report, we offered the opportunity to say anything, and there's no one here. Yeah. And this is obviously, <laughs> this is only directed at a certain person. <laughs> Because... Have, we, have we assumed here that people know about this latest um, doodah? <laughs> Are yeah. we assuming that people know what a doodah even is, Dave? Well, well exactly. If you don't know what a doodah is, then... I've had this all day. We've been we've been sorting around the house, and the wife's like, what should I do with this? I'm like, and I'm in another room. I was like, what is this? And what <laughs> do with that? I, I don't know what that is, because I can't see through walls. Okay. okay. What is a doodah, please? So, uh, so, so a doodah is. Um, a few weeks ago, there was a piece of, uh, 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 there was an application which appeared on. Wait a sec. No, now Ben is flashing a screen no, at sorry, me. No. Okay. Um, so a few weeks ago, there was a um, something appeared on South Somerset District Council's website about applying for an environmental impact assessment or asking a question as to whether an environmental impact assessment was required for development in and around Hewish Park. And um, it asked a load of people like the high race people and the ecology people and the archaeological people, do you think there needs to be a environmental impact assessment on this development, which nobody knew what it was, but a lot of people could speculate that it was something to do with property development in and around Hewish Park. And now some further documentation has appeared on South Somerset District Council website, which refers to a development of 250 houses around Hewish Park. So, I mean, I am not a planning um, officer or developer or applicant, but I would imagine that 250 houses probably fits pretty snugly around two sides of Hewish Park, which we know are now in the non-core land. So the area the top pitches up behind the away end and the area of the 3g where the 3g pitches at the moment the marquee which is um yeah, i'm sure I'm, I'm sure we'll find out soon that's going to be moved to um uh, a, a fan zone area so all of those document all of those documents have appeared you can go on our website and read a little bit more about it but that is what we're we're banging on about all of this um, oh no, houses! It's just a bunch of. It's a. I remember John Fry years ago talking about internet hoodies, internet hoodies who um, uh, made things up and got people worried and all of this. Ben got a hoodie internet on. Hoodies, eh? Huh? Ben's got a hoodie on. He has, yeah. And he's on the internet. <laughs> Hang on a minute. JRF was right, wasn't he? <laughs> he's keeping a company ticking along, isn't he? Mm. <laughs> Hewish Park Stadium Partnership. Yeah, Very exactly, lovely yeah. every year. Keeps on going, doesn't it? Yeah, it's almost like they're waiting for something. <sighs> so that's what the doodah is. That's what I mean by a doodah. 
and sooner or later there will be a planning application which will go in and it will say what these where these 250 houses are going what it looks like what the plans are for the roads and and what the plans are for uh, the pitches, because presumably Sport England, how, has, as they did when um, in 2011, when we tried to put the range on the top pitches. I remember Sport England were upset about the loss of a facility there, weren't they? So, yeah, there will be a planning application then. And guess what? Residents of South Somerset, you know what you can do with planning applications, don't you? You can find what are known as planning grounds, of which I'm sure it won't take um, too many people. But we'll, won't. I'm sure many people will point out what planning grounds are. And you, residents of South Somerset, can make an objection against this, um, uh, this application. And if there are enough of you, you can actually stop a planning application. So there you go. Somebody do something. Something's going to happen. Going to stand back and just watch everyone else and say, oh, well, why is nobody doing anything? I mean, I'm, I'm not a resident of South Somerset, so I can absolutely stand back and go, oh, look what they've done. Or look what they have done. I will equally send a letter in and it will be rejected for being 250 miles away. But there we go. How do you, how do you get on finding some newts? I don't know what. How did you get on finding some newts, some endangered newts to put on I, the ground? I, I, I haven't found any yet. I've been moving house, so um, uh, and there's no there's no newts I found around here. There are sand lizards uh, in some. I, li I, I live near it the sea. dangerous. Sand lizards. Yeah, they're, they're, they're about the size of a biro, uh. so they're no, they're pretty small. <laughs> I mean, you can't be scared of something that's the size of a biro. So you get enough of them. Well, yeah. Would you rather fight one horse-sized <laughs> sand lizard? <laughs> okay. Uh, I was quite happy talking about us losing 4-1. <laughs> That's much more cheerful, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Was it um, more but meanwhile, was it? like, meanwhile, there's, over the top of all this, there's a takeover. Yeah. Thing. And there was, now, there was something in the programme about this, right? Yeah, there was. And what does he say? Can you can you read it out? Yeah, let me just find it first. Okay. Talk amongst yourselves. Did you have a tea, Ben? I had uh, chicken Kievs. Chicken Kievs, I guess you got to call it now. Kievs, chicken Kievs, yeah. Keeves. I had uh, gammon, chips and egg, fried egg. Nice. Made my, I, I say I made my own chips. I uh, cut a potato up and put them, I put them in the oven. But uh, yeah, no, they, it was really good. That is, mean, how you make it, not, that is how you make a chip. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's not, it's not something you could have every day. But it really um, is delicious, isn't it? For those, for, the, for those who didn't know how to make chip. <laughs> make a chip, cut up a potato, cover it in oil, and put it in the oven. People will be walking into McDonald's tomorrow, going, "Is that real?" <laughs> I know your secrets, Ronald. Uh, <laughs> they get the eleven fire. special herbs and spices. <laughs> get your Maris pipers out, lads. Yeah, <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, Dave's writing a title down. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, so in the program yesterday, uh, the picture arrives. I think it's from Stuart Robbins' column. I presume I've not. I can't see the whole thing. The page but it says um we really make it public mm. so like that's the sort of column that maybe should go public to the people 72 hours after being made available 
we realize that it's frustrating to supporters that we have not been able to provide further details regarding the discussions that continue for new investors to be brought into the club. We apologize for this, but we just have not been in a position to do so, and we ask that you bear with us. We will update you all as soon as we are able to do so. That bear with us. That, that would make a good tweet. Yeah, more than 280 characters, that, isn't it? Maybe. Yeah, but you, it, it's definitely one of them where you put the, like, you get the notepad out on your phone, the screenshot. Yeah. It. Or yeah. you just PDF that page of the program. It's so, so simple. Um, yeah, bear with us. What, what, um, I'm just trying to think why we might be stalling um, on this, this fans forum. Is there anything that might be happening? Hmm. Uh, uh, <laughs> you two generally look like you're, you're, you're trying to think of an answer. <laughs> okay. But yes, if anybody out there if you, in takeover land is listening. So anyone hears the rumble of JCBs rolling along Lufton Way or whatever rolling, it is. Rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> Should we call it out? Should we double bluff them? Should we say that it's not going to happen? None of it's going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's all going to go. It's all going to go to pop. Someone come and prove us wrong. <laughs> double bluffing. Is that a double bluff? I don't know. It's a bluff of some description. <laughs> Not sure how many bluffs it is, but there's uh, a bluff in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, it does feel like the long. <laughs> We're here. We're, we'll, We've we, been here before. And it, I, it, I've been in here on the inside thinking things were going to happen. Um, and the longer it went on, the less likely it was to happen, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Feels very similar. Unable to say any more. We've heard that statement before, haven't we? Yeah. At this time, we'll communicate when we we're able to do so. We've yeah. heard that before, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. And we all know what happened last time when that happened, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The more everything changes, the more it stays the same. Correct. There you go. Yeah. Still, <laughs> still we do some questions. Still, we do something. We did, um, yeah. we did get Somebody a moral do victory. Somebody do something. We did get a moral <laughs> like victory on Saturday afternoon. Any trying to talk about this moral victory? Yeah, I, we we did get a moral victory. Which, Is that like a winning draw? Uh, well, I, do you know what? I'm so glad you said that. Because as soon as he said moral victory, I went, oh, that's a bit down way, isn't it? Mm. It's a little bit of a down way, isn't there's, it? I would say there's... Very little Darren Way about Mark Cooper. I completely agree, apart from that one sentence. <laughs> How many points do you get for a moral victory just because I want to check the table? <laughs> oh, about as many as you get for a moral defeat, I think. You get to meet him next week, don't you, Ben? I'm looking forward to it, genuinely. I genuinely, genuinely am looking forward to it. He has been, he is just such an upgrade on what we've had for a little while. And I think that one thing that's become very clear with the Morgan Williams thing, with the way we shut up shop against Notts County and the other one, which I last saw, and some of the other things, is he's so tactically aware of what is required each and every time. Look at, look at he's backpedaling now, isn't he? Mark, if you're listening, I love you, really. <laughs> don't give me the eyes, Mark. Don't give me the eyes. Give me the down eyes as much as he wants. I don't care. It's fine. I was just trying to make my point, but that was a Darren Mayism <laughs> about moral victory. Yeah, I noticed some. I think it was a Notts County fan because he was a Notts County manager, wasn't it? Had yeah. commented on his um his, his, his interview and uh, where he was saying about how they were unlucky, and it just said, 
not today, snake eyes. <laughs> like that. <laughs> and when you look at him, he, he, he's got some serious eyes on him, hasn't he? Mark Cooper, those eyes, like, bore into your skull, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. Dave, are you at York as well? I am, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He can come and find me if he wants. <laughs> Probably one person I might actually be taller than, maybe. I, Do you think no. I, no? No. He was always a very diminutive midfield player. I remember seeing him as a player. No, I think, uh, yeah, I think he's taller than you, mate. You reckon? Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm now I'm going to find out how big <laughs> tall Mark, how tall Mark Cooper is. Definitely taller than me, then. It's not good, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Dave's going to go and measure him, draw against the wall and measure his height. <laughs> yeah. Get his up-to-date figures. Yeah. While you're Googling, Mark. Oh, he's five for eight. I'm five for eight. There you go. <laughs> I'm not. All right, Dave. We're head to head, I reckon. <laughs> Me and him. Mm. Not today, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I know yeah. where my money would go, Dave, I'm afraid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying in a straight fight I win. But, uh... <laughs> what kind of fight? <laughs> well, yeah, dirty fight. No, no, no. no. There'll be no fighting involved. No, I'm a lover, I'm a lover not a fighter. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> right, questions. There are none on Facebook. None. And there's very few. Despite a four-one defeat, you can tell it wasn't a bad four-one defeat because. No, no one's asking questions. Um, Ryan Peasland asks, what's your low-level, baseless, Yeovil conspiracy theory? Mine is that everything went to shit when the terrorist trumpeter stopped attending. Which tallies up a little bit. Doesn't it? Does tally up, doesn't it? Or maybe because we went shit, the, the terrorist trumpeter didn't bother coming back anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, I was trying to think about this, though. I... I I think I think we should have really backed Viva Pitch and given them <laughs> a route to stardom, and then they would be carrying us right now. Do you think? Yeah, without question, they would have they would have sung us on the pitch at Wembley. They'd have done the anthem, all of that. I reckon there's something in um, Pat Costa's uh, Ferrera Rocher that uh, just oh. keep keep her so overwhelmingly positive about things. Just, she just, she's just a machine of positivity, that woman, honestly. Okay. My low-level conspiracy theory is that the Hewish Park Stadium Partnership Limited keeps trundling on. <laughs> yeah, I, For yeah. what reason? John and Norman, why do you need this company to carry on? Yeah. yeah. Someone else should ask them. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, the line from the Sopranos, isn't it? Anyway, Daniel Harding asks: Is there another fan base as bad as ours for abusing players? Ben Richards Everton, the latest on receive on the receiving end. It doesn't help them perform any better. Historic cases also see Kiefer Moore and Tom Eaves, who both went on to do better things. I can guarantee you that every football fan, every football club, is as bad at abusing players. I've been to watch Preston North End and they give absolute pelters to some of their players. I've been a few times with my friend who's a Notts County fan to watch Notts County and mm. they give some of their own players absolute pelters. 
it happens everywhere. It's not just us. And I think the Ben Richards Everton thing was about a lot more than just the fact that some fans on social media, which is basically where it was, um, and a few people in the in in a minority in the um, uh, inside the stadium were giving him uh, a bit of stick. I, I think the fact that Ben Richards Everton wanted to be nearer to home has probably got far more to do with it than um, uh, anything. I think he's been in football long enough to uh, brush those things off. I think it's one of those things where it's like, was he... Because he wasn't playing well for us. No. And was he not playing well because he was too far from home? Or was he not playing well because he was being abused by fans? I mean, which one of those happens first? And then the cycle goes on and on and on. I mean, there's no doubt that the, the stick he was getting supporters wouldn't wouldn't have helped. Like, how could it? But yeah, like, I mean, I've not been to watch any other teams, so I can't say what other clubs do particularly. But yeah, I mean, I have seen it. Uh, Alex Fisher this season when we played, who was it we lost to? Older shot, wasn't it, I think. Uh, at home and it was just terrible um we i don't know we do seem to have this pocket of people that feel it's okay to is it cross the line i don't know i don't know i'd never go out of my way to boo a player or or cheer when a player gets subbed because they've not had a great game but you see it, you, you know, it was a boo wasn't it, at Arsenal years ago when they applauded him coming off because he'd had like a terrible 10 minutes or something. But it does happen. I seem to recall Gavin Tomlin getting absolute stinkers for a long time. Mm. Back in the day, this is a long mm. time ago now, back in the, in the uh, when we got back into the conference after being in the ISIS League, a certain supporter who shall remain nameless, and uh, I was stood next to him on the uh, terrace at an away game at Halifax, and uh, he, <laughs> there was one player called Graham Kemp, who he particularly didn't like, and uh, he made a tackle in front of us, and this supporter screamed, off, 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 because he wanted him off that badly. <laughs> yeah, you know who you are. Uh, Debs Curtis asks, who wants to buy a house on Priestnell Place, Giverson Street, or Darren Wayway? I did like Darren Wayway, I must say. <laughs> but every time I go, I walk down it, I would sing, away, 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 away. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we'll find out soon enough, won't we? What they're going to be called? Surely there's going to be a. That's how they get it through. That's how they get parade all Yeovil Town player names as the roads and everyone. Oh, this is nice. It'd be great to live next to it though, just to be able to go to and from. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of some good ones. What about uh, Kelly Yuga Yard? (laughs) (laughs) Coldy sack. Coldy sack the board. Hey, there's the title, fellas. There's the title. <laughs> uh, Cody sacked the board. I was going to go with Agri Avenue, but I think, uh, <laughs> I think that one's better. Uh, just George Street. Remember Agri Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> um, and finally, I think finally, let me just scroll. See if Robin Bachelor's coming with a late one. No, all good. 
Joey Chinnock. Joey Chinnock asks, when are you planning on getting Vern onto the podcast for the whole show? He's been popular, hasn't he? He is popular, that one. In reference to Vern Edmonds, who was the uh, fans five from a a couple of weeks ago. If you've not listened to it, please. I, I, I did get a message from someone saying... Did he actually know he was being recorded? Because it did sound like the two of you were just having a phone call. (laughs) It was was a phone call. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no, he knew he was being recorded, believe me. (laughs) Yeah, I did. uh, I did. I did enjoy the, uh, uh, it's my life. So there it is. (laughs) That's how we should all be. We should all be a bit more Vern. Yes, definitely. And uh, yeah, I know he has appreciated all the messages he's got from people who have yeah. listened in. Um, yeah, if you've not listened to it, go and listen to it. Was it good? One? And if you want to do a fans five yourself, let us know. Did someone message? They did. They someone did. Uh, I can't yeah. remember who it was. It yeah. was John. someone. John. 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 Margits. John Margits. That's okay. right. Yeah. Get back in touch. We'll find a time. We've got a game on Tuesday. We have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It'll finish Madden. nil-nil. It always finishes nil-nil. Maidenhead. Maddenhead. Big. The next two are Mahusiv. Mahusiv. Huge. 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 Are you going to watch it? Are you going to stream in? <sighs> I'm playing. Not for you, uh, oh, uh, you're on the bench. Okay, yeah. <laughs> You've had He's the call up. Are, are you qualified as a physio just for a bonus or not? No, no. Then you, I'm afraid to say, mate, you don't make the bench. I'm qualified uh, as a journalism. Well, Look into the back post. Oh, no, it's gone over his head. <laughs> <laughs> qualified in journalism. We tried that. We got banned. Um, <laughs> nil nil against Maidenhead. Yeah, probably. Um, will I watch it? I don't know yet. I'm not working, but I don't know. Wow. I might I'll listen. be watching. Look, you've broken Barrett. <laughs> you've broken you've him. You're, you're done. And he's he's a revolutionary now. Cold sack the board. It's my life, really. And I'm so hurt to think I'm not going. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. Lindergaard making Boris backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.